0: Um, thank you, uh, thank you everyone, and thank you for um, inviting me to join uh, with this uh, discussion. Um, I will uh, share my PowerPoint. Um, um, so, um, Indonesia also part of um, how um, COVID impacted by many uh, communities, uh, workers inside in Indonesia, migrant workers, and um, all uh, so many uh, communities impacted um, uh, because of um, COVID. And um, I will um, share um, about our um, experience. Um, in monitoring and um, assisting Indonesian migrant workers uh, during COVID, and how uh, Migrant Care uh, giving the recommendation to Indonesian government how to changing uh, uh, the roadmap uh, to protect Indonesian uh, migrant workers um, abroad. So, um, I think um, all of us uh, really um, understand that. Um, uh, this uh, COVID is really um, the first crisis that having an unprecedented uh, impact uh, on the global economic business and workers. The ILO estimate that nearly 2.2 billion workers, representing 68 um, uh, percent of global uh, workforce live in countries where workplace closure are required or advised. Migrant workers represent 4.7% of global workers, comprising 168 one, uh, million workers, with nearly half of them are women. So migrant workers are among the most vulnerable uh, during um, COVID. And we never know um, when uh, this, COVID, this COVID will, um, will end. Um, like, for example, in Indonesia right now, we still um, hide um, how the uh, positive of our uh, citizens, um, like yesterday, um, 9,000 um, Indonesian citizens uh, being uh, positive of um, COVID. So why ILO and UN... Um, uh, setting the standard, uh, the recommendation for all countries, uh, sending, uh, transit, and receiving countries, how to respond to uh, COVID-19. Uh, um, in the context of Indonesia, um, half of our citizens, actually workers and migrant workers. Indonesia have uh, 260 um, um, million uh, citizens and more than half of them are workers inside Indonesia, and um, 9 million of them, Indonesian migrant workers, are working abroad, including uh, Taiwan and uh, many um, receiving countries. And what happened with Indonesian migrant workers um, during COVID-19? Actually, uh, this um, statistic um, officially reported by the um National Board of the Protection of Indonesian Migrant Workers. That around um, eighty-eight and uh, seven hundred thousand Indonesian migrant workers failed to be placed abroad, and actually all of them already ready to uh, departing um, abroad. But then um, COVID um, happening, then uh, nearly uh, two hundred uh, thousand of them termination of uh, the employment around the world and also um, uh, 26,000 Sifaris repatriated and they are also termination um, of the employment and uh, 1,500 of them migrant workers positive COVID around the world. So uh, this number actually uh, it's really covers the um um uh, documented migrant workers uh, we never know how many of them are undocumented migrant workers that there are no uh, data that uh, we have or indonesian government um, have about them and how the indonesian government effort to respond uh, the coffee um 19 um, actually um in the early COVID um, happening in indonesia the ministry of manpower um have the um, um, policy to concerning temporary moratorium of the placement of Indonesian migrant workers in um, March um, uh, last year. Also, the um, uh, uh, National Board of the Protection of Migrant Workers also uh, supporting uh, the, uh, um, the the policy of the uh, minist- uh, ministries and. Um, Um, Some of the ministry in Indonesia also facilitating the provision of the transportation from migrant workers from um, Jakarta airport to uh, their area of the um, origin. Also how Indonesian government trying to utilizing of the trauma center protection uh, temporary for the uh, shelter for the returnee migrant workers that uh, there are um, uh, return uh, from abroad during COVID-19. And also uh, the um, Indonesian embassies around the world distributing um, half million um, logistic assistance uh, package. Mostly this is happening in Malaysia. But again, uh, this number um, coverage uh, mostly the Indonesian migrant workers um, that are documented. Um, and also evacuation from Wuhan, uh, Prince ship in Japan, and uh, so many things. In Indonesia inside, um, there are also million uh, workers termination of um, um, their employment because of the uh, COVID-19. At least seven industry sector impacted by uh, COVID in Indonesia, Uh, textile, restaurant, transportation, construction, um, hotel, and um, et cetera. And, And how Indonesian government are trying to Um, make the uh, response for the ILO recommendation to migrant workers during uh, COVID-19. From the second recommendation of the um, ILO, I will uh, share a little bit how the Indonesian government trying to um, respond. Um, The first one about the recommendation for the key consideration for ensuring that policy response are developed based on the rights and gender uh, sensitive um for us in indonesia um we are so um uh, sad because during the pandemic indonesian government passed the omnibus law um uh, in October uh, last year, and for migrant workers, this law is really potential uh, to weaken the protection that already um, increased the protection um, after we have uh, three years ago the new law in Indonesia about the protection of migrant workers. The second recommendation about the how the migrant workers um, include in the national income policy response and other related policy response. Yes, Indonesian government um, make the allocation for the national budget uh, for the um, 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 social aid. But again, um, last month, um, corruption happening under the Ministry of Social Affairs and Legislature, and the social minister was arrested by the Commission of Corruption Eradication in Indonesia because of corruption in the um, um, social uh, during pandemic. So this is also uh, uh, the bad news that um, happening around us. The third recommendation is expand access to health services and social protection for migrant workers. Uh, For us in Indonesia, um, we always criticize the government of Indonesia that actually there is no specific access to migrant uh, um, workers uh, to health services um, uh, during the uh, pandemic. Mostly what's happening is by the initiative of the migrant workers uh, themselves. Uh, The fourth is provide adequate and accessible information. Uh, This uh, recommendation is uh, quite uh, good because Indonesian government making the digital information uh, transformation for migrant workers. The fifth um, recommendation, ensure that migrant workers have legal status or do not fall under illegal status. So um, um, the undocumented migrant workers, including from Indonesia, I think, have increasingly limited access to assistance because, of course, they are afraid. um, um, They are um, uh, more vulnerable. So um, during the uh, COVID, I think the undocumented migrant workers group are more vulnerable than um, others. And the sixth about the provide all migrant workers with access to due process for unfair uh, treatment, and uh, this is also our critique to our um, government. Uh, the um, the 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 access to process for unfair uh, treatment actually uh, what um, our government uh, focus is handling. Um, um, uh, focus on handling um, COVID, and I think uh, less um, in how to uh, provide uh, services for migrant workers uh, in general. But we have uh, good news from uh, Singapore that uh, there are a victory of Partili uh, in um, Singapore, but again, this is not assisting by the Indonesian um, embassies there, but uh, by um, HOME, the NGOs um, um, in um, Singapore with... Um, uh, pro uh, lawyer. Um, I will uh, share a little bit about uh, the picture, um, What happening uh, with Indonesian migrant workers on the first time of lockdown in Malaysia. Uh, this picture actually um, how the uh, Indonesian migrant workers are uh, grilling the mosque because uh, they are no access uh, to food. Um, and uh, they have uh, very limited access to health um, um, services. Um, uh, they are work, but not uh, full wages. During the lockdown, many migrant workers um, hungry, out of stock to eat, logistic, also limited access to um, assistance. And, um, and still happening, the deportation that secretly from Malaysia to some areas, um, uh, some border areas, um, Indonesia. And uh, migrant workers also forced to survive uh, without um, a job. Um, Um, And how about the Indonesian migrant domestic um, um, workers? Um, Yes, they are vulnerable, more vulnerable. This is I think also happening with um, many um, Indonesia, many migrant domestic workers from another country, not also from um, Indonesia that lockdown policies and restriction on the um, space for movement in destination countries make migrant migrant domestic workers more vulnerable. So their working hours are getting longer. There are no day off. There are no incentive to substitute for holidays. Work is getting longer, uh, vulnerable to gender-based violence, and increased um, stress because of um, um, the working um, hours are getting longer. Also, fear of reporting health conditions for fear of being arrested by the security uh, forced due to working undocumented, so also extra work without uh, being given um, incentive and to starvation. Um, uh, the other condition also lay off unpaid salaries, unable to send uh, money to the family. In Indonesia, actually we have so many research about how the impact of Indonesian migrant workers during COVID after they are returning um, uh, to Indonesia. Uh, this is some uh, picture from Sarawak and Klang, how Indonesian migrant workers um, still survive um, in there um, and depend on the uh, donation from Indonesian representative and uh, the uh, community. This is also say the same in the Malacca in um, um, uh, Malaysia. And. Um, Uh, Based on the um, survey of um, some organization like Human Rights uh, Working Group, um, Indonesian Migrant Workers um, Union uh, during the pandemic, um, it's about uh, 44% of Indonesian migrant workers in the factory and construction sector do not earn a salary in Malaysia and Saudi. So this is an online survey that uh, doing by the uh, Human Rights Working Group. And in Singapore and Hong Kong, uh, 95% of Indonesian migrant workers, although still working and earning a salary, they get double workloads, restriction on mobilization, the, pre-f- the, the pre-fashion of the day of the rights, depression, and do not get overtime pay. Also, migrant workers, Indonesian migrant workers who work in the manufacturing sector in Taiwan and South Korea, are not allowed to leave their home or uh, dormitories. So they start uh, face psychological um, problem. Uh, it's like um, stress, depression, and etc. And, et and uh, what happening um, in August uh, last year? Actually, Indonesian uh, government already changed the policy. Not on no um a moratorium anymore to placement migrant workers but indonesian government starting to open uh the new uh placement to uh and for indonesian migrant workers to uh, going um abroad starting in august uh last year that targeted um 88 uh, 700 migrant um, workers to um certain destination countries, including Hong Kong, uh, UAE, Taiwan, and um, some um, receiving countries. And uh, this opening, it's really the target of the uh, government is only uh, remittance. So uh, in this position, actually, Migrant Care criticized the uh, decision of um, Indonesian um, uh, government. The other side, uh, during the uh, pandemic, the Syndicate of um, Trafficking intensively recruiting uh, victims in the communities in Indonesia uh, the decline of the national economy uh, due to the pandemic uh, was used by trafficking syndicate to work more intensively. Migrant care uh, receiving so many reporting from the community um, around Indonesia that uh, they are being victim um, of um, uh, uh, trafficking uh, using social media uh, to be a uh, placement to uh, many receiving um, countries during um, uh, pandemic. And in the in another side, uh, the concentration of the um, Indonesian government, it's really dealing with the um, uh, COVID. So uh, this really um, uh, difficult um, uh, condition. How uh, to advocacy um, um, this? Um, um, how we also learn from the another um, countries uh, the some um, uh, policy from Brazil. Brazil, from Chile, from uh, New Zealand, um, how they are um, established a support program for the unemployment uh, migrant, their migrant to face uh, the COVID emergency in which migrant- and, um, Anissa, uh, refugees. sorry to interrupt you. Uh, actually, we are um, a little over time now. So if you could take a couple of minutes to wrap up, that would be yeah. great. Thank okay. you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 really imp- important how to um, learn from other countries how to dealing uh, with the um, COVID how they are make the um, specific uh, regulation for migrant and uh, migrant um, workers. And um, my last um, um, uh, presentation it's about uh, the recommendation. So um, the first recommendation uh, for uh, for the economic, social, and culture or integration. So it's really um, important for Indonesian government to preparing the alternative employment, social economic reintegration, the vitalization of social assistance for the next um, six months uh, until one year for group uh, of worker and migrant workers. Strengthen the coordination uh, between central and local government. Pre-employment card must be evaluated and revised. Um, in Indonesia, we have a specific um, regulation we call a uh, pre employment card um, and uh, we we see that uh, this uh, regulation is not um, effective for uh, my mig- uh, for for worker and migrant uh, workers uh, the second recommendation is effectively the migration uh, public um, services so how the indonesian embassies um, should optimize the role um the role um, to provide um, services uh, during uh, pandemic, such as logistical assistance, um, 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 handling the case, um, solidarity, and online um, services. Uh, the fourth is anticipating the trafficking um, network that advantage uh, the situation. Uh, the fifth, counter-narrative of the stigma of migrant workers as carrier of the uh, virus. Uh, The sixth is reducing the vulnerability to gender-based violence, um, and anticipating the um, post-pandemic protection uh, protocol, and the last, um, omnibus law that uh, must be eliminated, how to optimize the protection of Indonesian migrant workers. Uh, Thank you very much.